Okay, hi Megan. We're recording. It's me, your gal pal Morgan. Hi. How old the hell are you? The same as I've been for the last almost year now. <laughs> oh, time slowly and quickly coming after us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to go into my normal existential crisis, crisis, crisis <laughs> rant that I normally do. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> All right, girl. I feel you. How are you? You know, living, loving, <laughs> living la vida loca. Living, loving, laughing. Living, laughing, loving. Living, loving, laughing. Living on a prayer. All of the above, just getting through the damn day, sunrise, sunset, sunrise, sunset. <laughs> that makes me think of Sex in the City, too. <laughs> you know, but in, the, in the wedding, in the gay wedding in the beginning, there's like yeah. that big choir, like, sunrise, sunrise sunset. sunset. <laughs> Yeah, that's on loop in my head all day, every day. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a prisoner of my own mind and of my own four walls because it be like that now. Um, so I did go to like a real ass bar and like sat at well and by bar I mean like it's a bar that now has an outdoor patio and sat at outside in 30 degree weather to have some drinks because that's just how desperate I am (laughs) to like be out yeah and not in this apartment and I will say that by the time I got home I'm pretty sure my feet were like like I had no circulation going to my toes anymore. <laughs> That's nice though. What did you get to drink? Oh, you know, just a cute little uh Tecate tequila shot oh. and beer combo. And then I had a frozen paloma. Why Ooh. did I get a why did I get a frozen paloma when I myself was frozen? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. Okay, but, but a frozen paloma is so good. It like hits the spot. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Need I say more frozen Paloma? It just felt right, and it was not right, but it it was it seemed like a good idea at the time. Wow! Congrats! Yeah, so that's literally the only exciting thing that's happened to me this month. I also went to well, I won't say it was a bar. Well, last weekend was a very busy weekend for me. Um, on Saturday, my neighbors threw a porch concert, and so and like. All of my neighbors throw porch concerts, like, throughout the month. <laughs> like, every week there's a porch concert. Yeah. But this one was um, the house, like, right across the street from me. So, like, I didn't have to carry my chair very far. So, it was nice. Um, That's so cute. Yeah. And so, I did that Saturday night. And then on Sunday, um, there's, like, a music venue in my neighborhood that's, like, very famous. It's called Tipitina's. If you want to save tips, you can go online and donate. Um, it's like a very famous music venue. Um, and they throw, usually like every weekend, but not always, they'll throw a sidewalk 
concert. And so, like, oh. the band will play on the sidewalk, and then everyone, like, brings chairs and sits in the um, neutral ground, which is, like, the grass area between, like, the roads. Yeah. And um, they have, like, a walk-up bar. So I did that last weekend, too, on last Sunday. And I got two gin and tonics. Ooh! Yeah. I was feeling reckless. I was feeling crazy. Well, that sounds super fun. Love that. You're getting out and about. Yeah. Well, because I was just like, oh, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> like, It's like, oh, God. Because, like, when I... I'm really a person that feels no one fucking cares. <laughs> I'm really like a person that feels bored. And so then when I because I'm like very content of like being by myself and like whatever. Yeah. Um, and like I went to both of these things alone. Like I have no friends. Um, and so but like so when I do feel bored, it's like such an like overtaking feeling. And so that's how I was like feeling like three weeks ago. I was like, I'm so bored. And I was just like, there's nothing to do. (laughs) Right. Yeah, truly. I know I'm getting into, well, like I said, I'm not going to get into my existential crisis rant, but all I'm going to say is that it seemed like things were looking up for a little bit. And then now this week, it's all the articles about like, even with the vaccine, things won't be normal even until like June. And it's like, oh God, that seems so far away. But regardless, there's an end in sight. So that's all I'm going to say about that. For here, now. here, here. Um, what are you watching this week? Let's see. What am I watching? Oh, I did make like a solid commitment to myself to start Bridgerton this last weekend. And I didn't. <laughs> I just, um, well, first my, Apple TV was like malfunctioning on Friday. So that was when I was going to start it, but it wasn't working. Netflix wasn't working. So I had to start something else. And I don't know. I might've missed my window to start Bridgerton because now I just really can't bring myself to care. And that's Megan, okay. Megan, I swear to God, you better fucking watch Bridgerton. <laughs> I swear to God, I will flip the fuck out. It's <laughs> so good. It's literally like eight episodes. Like, okay. I just saw that they got 83 million viewers. Like, um, I'm a non-conformer. I'm not like everyone else. I'm cool and quirky. <laughs> if you were quirky, you would fucking watch Bridgerton. Okay, you bitch. Yeah, no, I'm literally neither cool nor quirky. But, okay, I'll give it another try this weekend. But if my Apple TV acts up again, I'm just going to consider it a sign and never try again <laughs> get a fucking grip you need to watch Bridgerton I I how often would I ever recommend any show ever no I know that's literally what I said because I was talking to my sister about it and we were both kind of on the same boat where we're like we've talked about starting it together but then we've kind of talked about how we just like don't really care and like don't think that we're going to be that into it but literally when I told her I was like no Lauren Morgan liked it. <laughs> I have to watch it because it's true. That settled. That means that means a lot. Coming oh from God. you. Thank you. But like, yeah, because I could give two shits about any show. But listen, I got my best friend Katie to watch it, and she liked it. Sorry, I'm like airing your dirty laundry, Katie. She liked it <laughs> so much that she got a Kindle so she could start reading the books. Oh and like, my god. She's gosh. not a period piece bitch at all. Okay. And like, okay. It's fucking good, and it's steamy, uh, and it's, like, gossip girly. You guys would really like. 
Okay. Well, like I said, I try, I really do trust your judgment and I know that you're not a shell watcher. So I will, I will try. Um, but what I did watch instead is a show on Amazon prime, Amazon prime doing me good lately. I was um, going to say, is this, are you sponsored by Amazon prime? <laughs> I wish I'm get that Bezos money. I was going to um, say he would never give up that money, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like pay your workers, please don't sponsor me. Um, I watched a show called Flack. It actually came out, I think, like, last year, or maybe, like, right before quarantine on some random, like, cable network. But I don't know. It just didn't get a very big hit. Anyway, somehow, like, Amazon Prime acquired it. It's called Flack. It's about a publicist at, like, a crisis celebrity PR agency based out of London who works with, like, super high-profile celebs and, like obviously crises 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 um and it's just like a really it's kind of like a dark comedy but it's just like a really like salacious scandalous outrageous take on the whole like celebrity publicist life oh right up your alley yeah and it's cool because it's in london not that i work with celebs i would never do that um it's in, it's, and it's cool that it takes place in London because, you know, like the London tabloids are the ultimate like cutthroat. So there's a lot of themes of that in it too. And I'm not saying that it's like the best show. It's not. But like I said, it's just kind of like that like dirty kind of like salacious show that like really will grab your interest. Just like Bridgerton. Who's starring in it? <laughs> um, our girl Anna Paquin. Oh, which yeah, I also take as another circle. sign that I've been <laughs> wanting to restart True Blood. So, yeah, there you go. But yeah, it's only six episodes, one season. I think they're coming out with a season two. I watched like four episodes in one sitting and then actively forced myself to not finish the whole season in one sitting just so I could have it to come back to. Um, so, yeah, that's a good one. I do like her. And I did see yeah. the, like, um, little, like, because I think it's, like, right now it's, like, the front page banner of, like, Amazon Prime. I did see that. Right. And that's how it caught me, too. Like, I guarantee you, if you open up Amazon Prime, it'll show up. But I think you'd like it. Okay. Well, um, maybe I'll check it out. I did take your recommendation. I kind of talked about last week. And I finished The Wild. Mm-hmm. I was like, wildly addicted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, everyone's leaving. Everyone's exiting this podcast. The three listeners that we have that are me listening to the recording, you and Katie (laughs) are now gone. Fully gone. I won't even listen to this audio, so we'll get zero plays this week. Um, (laughs) what was I saying? Oh, the wilds. The wilds. Yeah, I finished it. Oh my god, it was so good. Highly recommend to anybody who... Uh, has interest in shows and because I wouldn't even say like teen shows because I'm like well I guess I deal with like some teen stuff but it was also like a lot of like damn what the hell yeah I mean I'd say overall it was pretty teeny because I mean hey teen shows these days deal with heavy topics but I mean not like being stranded on the island but yeah it's it's a good one yeah, I really do hope they come out with a season two because it really did leave like on such a cliffhanger. Yeah, and like I said, they're confirmed for a season two, but 
you never know what could happen but yeah, I'm sure. just like that one show I fucking got committed to thanks Catherine Newton <laughs> oh yeah um there's also speaking of another show it kind of reminded me of this of that show that you were talking about which I don't know what it's called do you even remember what it's called the society oh okay well there's a new show on Netflix called is it called fate am I making it up you're asking know. the wrong gal. I don't know. I've had a handful of um, co-workers talk about it this week. Isn't and it's called... cheerleading show? Um, no. That's, isn't that's called Dare Me? And didn't we both watch that? <gasps> Dare Me? No, I didn't, but I've been wanting to. Okay, well, that's on Netflix now. Um, I watched it. It's fine. But this show called Fate, it's like a show about fairies. Like, I don't know. Like, teenage girls who are fairies go to this, like, little academy. And they have, like, fairies fairy classes and stuff like harry potter but for fairies huh i'm not convinced yet but i have been hearing a lot of chatter about it among people whose opinions i usually typically trust so i'm gonna give that a go too will i probably watch that whole thing before i watch one episode of bridgerton yes you fucking bitch (laughs) why do you hate yourself that you won't give yourself the joy of bridgerton oh okay okay i mean you do speak very strongly of it so it's good that is got drama it's got some steamy scenes that make me like that i was like giggling at home because i was oh i have i have heard about those and then it's also got like it's just like also like very can be like very lighthearted and like love. Oh god, it's got every this show's got everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I have not heard of this fairy academy show, but I will say that I have a um dark past with fairies, I guess you would say. And um you gonna elaborate on that? <laughs> Okay, sorry. It's just very emotional for me to get through because there's a lot of lies and deceit. But <laughs> when I was like a very little kid, we had um, a cabin in Wyoming and there was like a ton of firefly and like dragonflies by, yeah. the, by this creek that we used to go to. And my parents would tell me that they were fairies. Oh, it changes, Megan. They're not the heroes of this story. <laughs> and so I like believed them and so then I became like obsessed with fairies and then I got this book and by the way I was like a little kid I was like 15 just kidding <laughs> I, was, like, <laughs> I was like five I was like five to maybe seven or like in that age range yeah. it didn't last for two years but just like somewhere in that age range um and so then I got this very cool book from Barnes and Noble and it was about a little girl who had fairies in her backyard and she used to write them letters. And then the book came with tiny pieces of paper in tiny little envelopes, like the size of a quarter. Like they're so tiny. Mm-hmm. So you could write little fairy notes and like leave them in your yard. That's cute. Yeah. And so my parents built a fairy house for me so that I could like leave the- my fairies notes in our yard. And, like, it had working, like, windows and, like, a working door, like, hand-painted. It was, like, it was, like, a foot by a foot, like, a foot wide by a foot long by a foot tall. Like, it was a big house. My mom, like, 
checkered painted their like <laughs> walls there's like different patterns like a lot of work went into this yeah and so I wrote my first fairy note just feeling very optimistic about life kind of like how I was February 2020 um Ugh. and I got my first little letter back and I was like over the fucking moon and I opened it and immediately I could tell it was my hand my, my mom's handwriting oh even though she wrote with a her left hand oh <laughs> I like knew it was her writing and I freaked the fuck out and I like, didn't believe in fairies anymore I like never touched the house again when we go to the cabin I would be like you're fucking lying like they're not fairies <laughs> Uh, and so like it came full circle and if you're my nieces or nephews why are you listening to this podcast but also (laughs) turn it off right now um it came full circle this year because my parents are building like a fairy house in their backyard out of an old tree stump Mm -hmm. and over christmas my mom made me write a fake letter oh (laughs) that's fun well not fun because it's clearly traumatized you but that's it's all very nice i was like i don't want to be part of these lies and deceit morgan i want to say i feel like this podcast in the last few weeks has become very therapeutic for you in between your fairy trauma and (laughs) lost (laughs) life is not airing it out (laughs) i think fantasies trigger me fairies that's also another sign for true blood Ugh. yeah see and i liked true blood the first or three seasons when it was just like vampires and then they started adding mythical creatures and shit and i was like all right i'm over i was this. gonna say yeah actually i'm not gonna lie when the fairies get into it is when i'm like eh, i don't know yeah like just stick to one stick <laughs> you know yeah I mean? and then how they brought how they brought in like werewolves i mean i'm not mad because the were- main werewolf is a literal god on earth joe manganello um but then it was just like really like this is like a twilight like i don't know do werewolves and vampires just have a history of like being together or did these two shows just straight up copy each other well i don't know and that's also like the true blood when they like brought in like witches and shit i was like can we just stick to one thing have a show be about witches or have it be about vampires, or have it be about werewolves, or have it be about fairies, or anything else in the fucking realm. I want to include everyone, but like, just <laughs> have it be about that. Like, we do not discriminate when it comes to mythical creatures. No, I'm very just... in- inclusive, but like, and I'm not trying to promote segregation. I'm just saying, like, keep the focus on a show about one mythical creature. I. Because although this sounds very stupid, it seems less realistic when they... (laughs) Oh my god, I was just going to say the same thing. I was like, at least when it's just vampires, it seems more believable. (laughs) Which sounds so dumb, but it's true. As a Louisiana resident, I can confirm vampires exist. But I can also confirm there's no fucking fairies or werewolves out here, okay? (sighs) Anyways, hear that, mom? There's no fairies. Moving on. I'm fine. Um, (laughs) What I've been watching this week, because after I finished The Wilds, I was feeling a hole in my heart, and I just, like, couldn't get myself to watch another show, because I was like, ugh, nothing's, like, living up. 
that's how I've been or how I was after I finished it. And I fucking watched all of the hills. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so what have you comfort watched? Well, I realized that I was um, had only watched seasons one through four of um, Grace and Frankie. And so I've been finishing that. So I started watching season five this week because there's six seasons. So Okay. That's one I've never watched, but I've heard um, decent things. Oh, it's like very funny. Very lighthearted, easy to watch. Um, I really like that show. I didn't think I would ever like it. And then two of my coworkers were talking about it all the time. So then I started watching it. And then I watched like all the first season in like one night. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks good. I don't this I don't know. Old people are they old? They're old, right? Yeah. Is it is it like about them being old? No. Well, yes and no, like that's part of it, but it's mainly about spoiler alert, even though it's in the little first five minutes of the episode. Um, it's about like their husbands being gay lovers and like ending their marriage and so then uh, they move in together. Okay, that's right. I mean, yeah, that's literally in like the commercial for it. But okay, okay, now it kind of rings a bell. That does sound funny, but like I don't know. I'm like I mean, scared of things, so watching shows with like old people living like life crises at their ages just kind of stresses me out are you scared of old people no I'm just scared of being old (laughs) well it's a very heartwarming show and like their crises are like not that deep okay okay (laughs) and they start selling like vibrators okay so obviously it's like very like all very lighthearted um, if you ever just need like a comfort show, like it's like a nice, you know, like a nice friends or like something like that. Just like a comfort. Oh, yes. I love my comfort viewings. Man, I fucking miss friends. Netflix fucked up. You don't have, do you have HBO Max? We've talked about this. I have HBO something. HBO Go, HBO Play, whatever. You're right. We have talked about this and HBO is all fucked up. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm old, and so I don't get it. So now I just live in regret of missing friends. I know. Are you? That's the most fucking basic show ever. But whatever. Yeah. Well, fuck that. Um. Are you Grace? Are you a Grace or are you a Frankie? Um, I'm definitely a Grace. (laughs) That's Jane Fonda. Okay. I think people think of me as a Frankie sometimes, or like maybe my old self, but now I'm so uptight, I'm definitely a Grace. All right, all right. I don't know what that means. Like, I have no context behind that. I was just curious, and now I'll know when I watch the show. Well, thank you for asking. That was very kind of you um, <laughs> to show interest in me. Um, I've also been watching Sex in the City, which I talked about. And I would say that I'm definitely a Charlotte. <laughs> maybe maybe like a, a little Carrie. You think? Yeah. Man, I'm just so uptight. And all I want is like to marry like a rich lawyer who will just take care of me. <laughs> all right. All right. And plus, I love a, a, a plaid pattern. I do. Interesting. I would not have guessed that for you. Yeah, but the older I get, too, the more I relate to, like, when I was young, I used to be like, Miranda fucking sucks, and, like, mainly the image of her wearing those overalls at one time really stings in my mind. Yeah. 
But as I get older, I'm like, honestly, she's like the most sensible. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've come to realize that I think I'm, I think I'm a Miranda slash Carrie. I think everyone's a bit of Carrie because Carrie's just kind of like a chaotic neutral in some ways, even though yeah. I she fully sucks. But I think everyone is like a mix of Carrie and like one other. Agreed. 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 Yeah. Carrie's a terrible friend and very self-centered, but I can be that way. Yeah. And just in general, annoying. But we can all be annoying. True. Megan, this was an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan, you're annoying as fuck. <laughs> Dude, I fucking am annoying. I get it. I'm fucking annoyed myself, especially in this goddamn quarantine. Uh, yep. Okay, should we get into our celebrity gossip, 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 gossip? Yeah, did you notice that you told me we have celeb news to talk about and I didn't even ask what? Yeah, because you never asked what anymore. You never asked me about my day. You never asked me about what I want, what I like, my interests. Oh, I'll watch Bridgerton. No, I won't. <laughs> No, I mean that I let you, I'm letting you surprise me with the celeb news. It's always surprise me. <laughs> Watch the show I recommend. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's a good fucking show. <laughs> 83 million people have watched Bridgerton, Megan. Okay. Anyways. B.A. Big fish in a small pond. No, I'm just kidding. That's annoying. I'll watch it. I will. I will. I immediately regret when you said that (laughs) quote. Being a big fish in a small pond. (laughs) My body tensed up. I don't know why. (laughs) I'm a non-conformer. 83 million. I know what it means. In one, in a large pond. Yeah, because we can all gossip with each other about Bridgerton and about the Duke of Hastings. Oh, that's true. He is hot as fuck. And we're all trying to talk over your goddamn big sin, but it's in the way. Uh. Being like, I'm not part of you guys. (laughs) And everyone's like, who fucking invited her again? And we're like, no, literally no one knows. So, anyways. Okay, well, I'll report back. I'll believe it. In, <laughs> in, some, in some coming week. <laughs> don't give up, Megan. It's good. I don't know. Netflix was testing my patience this weekend. You have a fucking laptop. <laughs> you have a phone. Uh, but, yeah. But. <laughs> but what? But what? Small. But what? It's small, and I wanted to sit on the couch. You think that in Bridgerton they have Apple TVs? <laughs> you think they have laptops? You think they have phones? No. Oh, uh, good. They go to the theater. They go to the opera. The theater. They're cultured. They're cultured. They love minion memes. <laughs> It's okay. just like a well, minion. Huh? <laughs> it's just like a minion in Bridgerton. <laughs> <sighs> okay, you guys, I'm sorry. I'm 
by you guys, I just mean me listening to this recording back to make sure it's okay because <laughs> truly no one else is here. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, let's talk about celebrities. Halsey's pregnant. Yeah. I, okay, well, I had a feeling that was going to be one of the things we talked about. Yep, yep. That's cool. I don't yeah. know. Is she, it? Um, I, let me say this, then I'll say my piece. Um, she announced today on Instagram via Beyonce-esque type photos of her just being like, here's my belly. I am surprised. I'm pregnant. Tee-hee. So mm-hmm. I have, like, no idea how far along she is. Um, but she's got, like, a pretty good-sized pregnant belly. Um, yeah. But you don't usually show until like four months and she's definitely showing <laughs> yeah so i have no idea when she'll be pregnant people are speculating that she got pregnant over summer because her and her boyfriend got matching tattoos that say seed oh which kind of gross <laughs> to me personally but if that is like what it meant um so i don't know i guess we'll see when she pops out that damn baby but yeah, her and her boyfriend, I think his name is Aiden. He's a screenwriter. They're pregnant. They're having a baby. No news on if it's like a boy or a girl or when she's due or anything like that. But yeah, congrats to her. To be honest, I have like literally no opinion on Halsey. Like I'm just really not interested in her <laughs> as like a whole. And like nothing that she's like done is like wrong in my opinion. Like she's just like not someone that really catches my attention. And I don't, like, really resonate to her music. Um, so, like, I just, like, genuinely don't really have an opinion. But, I'm, I mean, she seems happy, so I guess I'm happy for her. Yeah, I seem to feel similarly about her. But I actually, I don't know. Like, I end up gravitating more towards her music than I realize. Because I tend to like most of her songs. Like, like her big songs. I don't, like, seek her music out otherwise. Um but yeah, just as a person in general. And then like I kept up with her a lot with like the GEZ drama because I'm like a, form- uh, yes. a former um, GEZ lover, sadly. Um, so yeah. Great. That's great. That's good. I mean, I know that, like I said, I kept up with the GEZ drama and it sounds like things did not go well between them, that he's kind of a piece of shit and he's been kind of a piece of shit ever since. So good for her for moving on and being happy yeah agreed yeah jeezy seems like a g-sleazy he he's like the new like i don't know what was that celeb i don't know you know there's just some celeb that everyone hates because they're such a trash bag i can't think of who that is but he's definitely the new kind of like resident celeb scumbag and kind of because of her to be honest so yeah, I've seen like a million TikToks about him cheating on her. <laughs> yeah, and supposedly he's dating like um, Ashley Benson. I don't know if they're actually oh, dating right. or if they're just like hooking up. Or if they're just best friends. But yeah, also GEZ related to the pod is that he was, well, he was photographed with Sarah from The Bachelor who just left last week. So that was interesting and just fun fact I know I'm like how did they cross paths (laughs) I know because they were like outside to like were they at like a restaurant together like it's not like they were just like in a club or something like it seemed like they had to actually be out like together 
Yeah, like it seems like they like went to dinner together. I'm like, does not does she not like live in San Diego, which I know is like not far from LA, but it's like, you know, still like a drive. And it's like, yeah, people aren't going to the clubs right now. Like it'd be one thing if I if like it was just like girl at a club met GEZ and whatever they hooked up. I don't care. But in these days, it's like you kind of have to actively like make an effort to be out with someone in public. Yeah. So that was interesting. He doesn't seem very cool. Yeah, no. so that's cool. That's our G-Easy segment for the week. <laughs> Fuck you, g You know what you did? He's like, actually, like the kindest soul. He's like, actually, everyone's like, oh, <laughs> I know. And I'd feel bad for that. But, you know, the odds are not in that favor. <laughs> okay, Hunger Games, go off, Effie. Oh. Why do I have random hunger? Okay. Um, <laughs> is it because you're hungry because you didn't eat your burrito? <laughs> I mean, it is kind of just staring at me right now, so maybe. Um, in other relation news, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are finally official. I mean, like, they've been like, there's been like rumors about them for years being like a little thing because they've been like very close friends. They like both have kids. They like live in the same neighborhood. Um, and they've just, like, known each other for forever. So there's been, like, rumors always going around, and they've always denied them. But it seems like they're actually official now, and they're dating. And I actually really live for this couple. I would say I'm pretty solidly obsessed with this. Like, yeah, I they seem very cute. And he seems like such a good guy. So right. I really like it. I didn't know that it was, like, a thing for years. Like, I don't know. Sure, they're friends. Like, they live in the same neighborhood. They're kids. Like, whatever. Lots of celebrities cross paths, but I didn't know that there was like a connection between them at all. But I'm pretty excited about this. I really like that for her. He seems very um, like down to earth. Like for someone who is a straight up rock star, he seems very grounded. What the fuck do I know? I don't know him. But other than that, he just seems like a really cool guy. Yeah, he does. He seems very nice, and um, I've, like, never heard anybody say anything bad about him, and he's, like, a very active dad, um, <laughs> so I think that's, like, right up her alley, because, you know, she's, like, loves being a mom, and, yeah, they've just been good friends, like, and he's been friends with, like, the whole family for, like, years, and so I actually really love, and he's, like, age-appropriate, side-eye Scott Disick and Amelia Hamill. Yeah, good God. Um, yeah, and it seems like, like, I don't know, are their kids maybe similar ages? His kids are probably, might be a little bit older. Yeah, I know, I don't know how many kids he has. I know just for sure he has a one daughter, and she's like 15, 17, something like that. Yeah, so older. But, yeah, that's so cool. And, I mean, like, definitely was a Blink-182 kid. I don't know. They were big when I was so young. I guess kind of teenager-ish. Oh my god, please. But, I mean, I feel like everyone that we grew up with like grew uh, up with our whole generation, like our age range of grade, like we're just Blink-182. We like grew up on Blink-182. But then I feel like it was also like very specific to like the region that you lived in too, because like when I lived in Seattle, I would talk about Blink-182 and like no one would know like what I was talking about. We people like my age or our age but I feel like everyone that we, like, grew up with, like, all of our friends were, everyone, and, like, 
I'm not like, oh, our entire little group of like five people loved, but it was like, no, like everyone like loved Blink 182. Yeah, it was like a universal thing that like everyone cared about. Um, I mean, I know like four people from our friend group that have like a Blink 182 tattoo on their butt. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, I've seen them in concert like twice, and it was the type of concert where you go to and like our whole fucking school is there. Um, what was I just about? To, oh, yeah. But I, I do get very, like, they're very, like, SoCal. And, you know, Arizona yeah. thinks that they're SoCal. So maybe that's the connection there. Maybe. But, yeah, dude, I fucking live for Blink-182. Where uh, are you? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Where are you? Um, I'm reading my notes upside down. Oh, Jojo Siwa came out. Ugh, yeah. God. She's fucking icon, and I just really live for her. And, like, I'm not even being sarcastic. I've just, like, loved her for years, and, like, I don't get why people don't like her. Really? She's another one that I don't have, like, a huge opinion on. Honestly, when I, th- and I don't really know anything about her. Like, well, I, I know who she is. Is she, where did she, where did she come from? Dance moms. <laughs> oh. So she's a dancer. Does she sing? Yeah, girl. So she's, she's on like, tour. just like a little pop star. Yeah. All right. And then she has like a huge YouTube channel. Yes, that's right. I couldn't remember if she was just like famous for being a YouTuber or, or what, but that's cool. Yeah, I feel like, well, like, a lot of adults would, like, talk shit about her, which was, like, really weird, because, like, she kind of dressed and acted like a like a little kid, but she had, like, a very little kid audience, so she was, like, obviously playing it for the audience, kind of like how the fucking Wiggles were, like, 40-year-old men. I mean, but at that time, she was, like, 15, so it was, like, who cares? And, like, God, I have a lot of opinions, and, like, people are always saying, like, oh, teenagers are growing up, blah, 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 and, like, if she were, yeah. like, the other way, they'd be, like, she's a slut, blah, blah, blah. So then she was, like, wholesome and kind of acted like a little kid to, like, suit her audience. And people are, like, like, grown adults were, like, she's fucking weird. She acts like a little kid. She's a teenager. This is weird. I'm, like, she's 15. Right. <laughs> she is a little kid. She's a kid. What is she supposed honestly, to be, like, smoking cigarettes? <laughs> we, well, yeah. But honestly, whenever I think of her, I think of that, like, video that went viral of her when she was just, like, in front of, like, a bunch of paparazzi and they were all like snapping her picture and they're like, Jojo, Jojo. And she was just doing this most like outrageous, like frantic, like dance, just like hamming it up for the. Have you seen that video? I think so. It's just like going off for these paparazzi. And I'm just like, oh my God, that says more than I'll ever need to know about Jojo. <laughs> like, I know who she is strictly based on that. <laughs> I mean, she just seems like a very genuinely kind person. I've never heard, like, one bad thing about her. And she's, like, a really great role model for kids. Like, I know that me, my nieces and nephews, like, really like her. And she's just, like, someone very positive for them to, like, look up to that's, like, not trying to grow up too fast or, like, whatever. And she just seems like to have, like, a good heart. And so then, and, like, then she puts up with, like, like grown adults, like, bullying her on the internet. And so I'm, like... She's, like, not even 18. Can we, like, chill? Like, let's, let's like, let them be, like, kids. Right. Right. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Like, what kind of grown-ass adult would, like, talk shit about 
a a teenager being like a good influence for children (laughs) yeah like i just i don't understand and i never will um like what if you if you're not into her or if you have no like connection or kid or like like just keep scrolling jesus yeah um so yeah she on whatever day time's not real time is not real um but whatever day that she was i'm trying to get her um record company to sign me for singing that's why i keep singing throughout the episode because i know jojo jojo will listen and like they'll should be like sign this girl and they'll be like okay jojo whatever you say and like i'll be signed and like i'll you know oh say no and then you're gonna wear a side pony with a big bow (laughs) so you can have a side pony and not on purpose but just (laughs) gravity just because (laughs) Hair ties be slipping. <laughs> <laughs> Pay caught me slipping. Um, uh, oh, so then on whatever day she posted like a TikTok of her like lip singing to um, Born This Way. And then she posted herself in like a rainbow Gucci jacket, <laughs> which like I'm poor. Yeah. And, um, and then on the other day she posted on Twitter of her being like, look at this great shirt and she was wearing a shirt that my like, cousin got me and she was wearing a shirt that said um best gay cousin ever which I was like that's an oddly specific shirt <laughs> 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 it's like those Facebook shirts that's like don't mess with an oh, iron my worker named Steve who lives in Wisconsin and is lactose intolerant yeah, like, this girl loves guns god and good food on a Sunday after church when she's me and it's just like shut up <laughs> and she's a Pisces bitch <laughs> and she'll kick your ass because <laughs> I was just like okay where did she buy that shirt like is there just a, sh- a store that's like gay cousins apparel but that was like her coming out um and so then she like confirmed that she I don't want to like say any label because she didn't like label herself and she said she's like specifically not like drawn to labels because she just says that like she's like attracted to people and like um like boys and girls and she doesn't really have like a label for herself Mm -hmm. because she doesn't really know what that means Mm -hmm. um but I was just like very cool Jojo yeah very cool for someone so young to be so outspoken about that and for someone who has like such a platform and has dealt with like so many bullies for just like being herself to still just be like anyways (laughs) yeah yeah that's true yeah it can't it's got to be scary yeah and so then she also said like her family has been very supportive and she said that her mom has known um and then like someone like a mom had commented on one of her Instagram videos that was like my child will never watch you again and she just put okay (laughs) oh god she's an icon (laughs) I live for her so big Jojo stands on this podcast and I'm speaking for Megan she'll get there yeah sure She'll get there before fucking Bridgerton. That's what I was just going to say. At this rate, I'll be rocking side ponies and bows before <laughs> fourth head and powder Megan watches all like 3,000 of her YouTube videos before she starts Bridgerton. <laughs> <sighs> she does have a song that's... God, I'm trying to think of some of her music. She has a song that says like, um, like a boomerang. 
yeah, I don't think I could tell you one thing about her music. Everything I've learned about her was not by choice, but I have appreciated every the whole journey. <laughs> That's great. I'm happy for you. Thanks. <laughs> Meanwhile, in my bedroom, I have like giant like a side pony and I have like rhinestones down my eyes posters (laughs) I'm like so anyways (laughs) when can I visit um (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh (laughs) um okay then my last thing that leads us then into the bachelor Uh, is update on (laughs) <laughs> on our favorite kale our favorite dare our favorite delaire our favorite <laughs> wait who dale and claire oh oh god i was like who are you talking about i'm stupid <laughs> i know i was like i don't know how much clearer i don't know how much clearer <laughs> i could have been a zing but get it, Claire, clear, clear. Yeah, I got, I got that one. You like Megan's like her name. I'm just pre-dreading this part of the podcast. <laughs> so she put out because obviously he put out that Instagram statement last week that's like we broke up, y'all. And then she put out a statement this week that was like, I didn't know about that statement, but I guess we broke up, y'all. And so then I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it seemed like he like broke up with her via that public Instagram post, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah. Imagine like logging on to Instagram. I wouldn't know because I deleted my social media and I'm like very different and quirky mm-hmm. and off the grid. But like imagine logging on to Instagram and seeing your boyfriend being like, Megan, we're done. <laughs> oh like my God. Likes. Be so- <laughs> And like if someone commented first. <laughs> that would be so traumatizing. Um, yeah, not a good move, Dale. Like, Dale, you had a very easy opportunity to like come out ahead in this breakup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's you know, like But do we even know if that's like the truth though? Because I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't trust Claire and I think she's truly bonkers. Wait, are you talking about the fact that he broke up with her that way or the fact that he's, like, supposedly been dating other girls this whole time? Um, both, but mainly the fact that she says, like, that's how he broke up with her. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, I'm literally burping, too. (laughs) Um, but my theory is that they were probably basically done. Like, they had been on a downhill for a long time and he was just kind of he was probably more removed than she was, but they probably hadn't had like an official talk yet, but things were probably like essentially done. And then he went and posted that and she's like, what the fuck? Like, I'd be willing to guess they were probably living like totally separate lives, but he just jumped the gun on announcing it. Or I also just feel like maybe that he like tried to break up with her and she was like not willing to accept it. And so then Mm. He was just like, anyways, we broke up. And she's like, oh, my God. This is how I'm finding out, even though he probably has been, like, trying to have that conversation with her. Yeah, that's true. Like, maybe she was just, like, clinging to it and trying to make it work. But yeah, he, he knew that the only way to, like, make it official would be to go public with it. Yeah. 
which yikes honestly and i don't like to talk bad about women but she's truly like out of her fucking mind and we've seen that time and time and time and time again right and i mean regardless i get that she's comes off as a little cuckoo and i would assume that she actually is cuckoo but it still sucks for her like it's a sad situation this girl's been trying so hard for so many years and it's just like isn't working for her yeah (laughs) so i mean i'm not you know you can draw your own conclusions from that but i'm not gonna say it oh claire um, so then he went on like Instagram live and was like clearly like reading off like a note card and was like, I'm so sad just because like a couple does breaks up doesn't mean like I'm not heartbroken. I'm torn up. I was like, okay, you clearly don't fucking care. <laughs> right. But there's also reports of like, like I said, of him being seen out with other women like in the city and that he's just been kind of like dating around for the last few months which like i said if they're at the point where they've been living separate lives for the last few months and like he was done but it wasn't getting through to claire then that's not a huge that's not like a that's not that bad yeah but clearly there was some excuse me Clearly, there was just some breakdown in communication with how this whole breakup went, and it's a mess. Just like everything, it seems like Claire touches. I don't know if that's like an unfair assumption to make, but just from based on what I've seen over the past like seven years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, I wish her well, and I really do. And like, this sounds sarcastic, but I really do hope she like finds love because like she clearly wants it like so badly, and like I really do like want her to find it and like yeah, to, like balance her out. Exactly, exactly. She's just got to bring it down a few notches. Yeah, maybe don't try to have babies with someone you literally just met two weeks ago at a La Quinta roadside motel. <laughs> don't get me started, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Would that be my choice, personally, to get pregnant in a Holiday Inn by a stranger? No. But everyone can do whatever they want. True that. Okay, so let's (laughs) talk about The Bachelor. Yay! I'm so excited. I love... Are you okay? I'm going to choke on an almond. Give me a minute. Oh, my God. Anyways... This show is so dreadful that Megan tried to choke herself to get out of talking about it. Wait, can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm back. Welcome. How's the almond? (laughs) (laughs) It's actually really good. It's a, like, peanut butter flavored chocolate covered almond. Oh, my God. Okay, fancy. Yeah. I just thought you were being, like, one of those bitches that were like, I have seven almonds as a snack, even though I know you better than that, but still. Oh, no, I do have a massive bag of raw almonds that I ordered from Amazon because they were on sale. It's a big-ass bag for seven bucks, like a costco size bag. That's cheap for nuts, but I'm eating my bag of chocolate-covered peanut butter almonds first, obviously. <laughs> I do love and enjoy a good almond, but you know what I love the most out of the nuts? <laughs> the nut family? The legumes? Yes. 
cashews. A cashew. I, I know you were going to say that. Oh, I love a cashew. What's your favorite b- nut? Um, I'm going to go, <laughs> go with that raw almond life. Oh, God. I, right. know. I like them. I mean, they're fine, but I wouldn't say that's my favorite. Ooh, I don't know. Walnuts are pretty good, too. Yeah, they are. But sometimes they can leave, like, a weird taste in your mouth. Yeah. All right. I love nuts. So let's not talk about The Bachelor. Just keep talking about nuts. (laughs) Speaking of nuts, let's talk about The Fucking Bachelor. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yay, you guys. So. Okay, speed round. Speed round. I'm trying to find my notes where they start. Oh, okay. So last week, obviously, Sarah sent herself home and then like went and fucked GEZ. And so <laughs> all the girls were like mad at Sarah. I'm not going to do a recap. Fucking listen to the episode or watch the episode. I don't care. Keep up or get out. I say to me and Megan and maybe Lauren, our <laughs> only listeners, Katie sometimes, I think, gets behind. So. Anyways, um, and so I'm like so confused. Okay, let me just say this. Let me just say this as a preference to this episode. No, I'll say it at the end because I'm sure we'll have a lot of opinions. Um, but everyone was like mad at Sarah and everyone didn't want Sarah to be there anymore. So then she sent herself home and then everyone's mad that she left because they're like, the fucking MJ bitch who I fucking hate. I hate her whole face. And oh my god, me too. The only time that she gets on camera, any camera time, is when she's talking shit about someone else. MJ, that says more about you, because she's like, he doesn't li- like, he's liking these other girls. Uh, maybe if you didn't spend your entire time talking shit about other girls and actually had a personality, bitch, you'd get fucking camera time and you get time with Matt. But you all, you don't. So. Like, I, I haven't seen this much of, like, a Mean Girl squad on a reality TV show since, like, a Real Housewives show. Like, I don't know yeah. if I've ever to this extent on like a bachelor show yeah and that's what i was talking about like we'll talk about this at the end because like i have so many thoughts this show like made me feel sick to my stomach i like this episode like i really hated it um so yeah so then katie or so sarah goes home and like obviously we like know about sarah's dad he's like dying and um so yeah the girls are like like MJ specifically and Victoria of course but I'm trying not to give her any spotlight because I can't um MJ's like I mean if you're not gonna fucking like you the first time that trouble hits you're just gonna fucking go home and give up like how fucking pathetic are you like blah blah blah. I'm paraphrasing but like pretty much that's what it was and it's like MJ you said that she was hiding in her room and wouldn't talk to you she tried to talk to you then you said that she's never tried to talk to you you didn't want her to be there, so she sends herself home, but now you're mad she sends herself home? You're just a fucking hateful bitch. Like, what do you want right. from her? Do you want her to be there or not? Like, what do you want? Because she can't win. And yeah, then- I say I get that for as far as these like mean girls go, I fully get, and I've said before that being on a show like this would just make you do things that like you didn't know that you could do or like make you act in ways that you didn't know you could act. And I don't think that I would have the best reaction to being on this show, surrounded by people and producers and cameras and pressure and blah, blah, blah. But still, this is like basic, like right and wrong 
stuff that I don't think I would lose grasp of. Like, this is like, no. this is straight up bullying. Like, I don't think I would turn into a bully. So, no. like, maybe it's this, evil. Maybe this is just her stress or whatever manifesting in some like bizarrely wrong way, but it's not, it's not good. Not cute. No. And so then, of course, Victoria, who's a fucking psycho, is like, she's a fucking bitch. The trash took herself out. And Katie, who's like a fucking godsend angel, is yeah. like, you guys, like, let's stop talking shit about her. Like, there's, she's not here anymore. She's not our competition anymore. So, like, what's the point of, like, talk, still talking about her and, like, bring her down? Like, what's literally the point? And Victoria's like... I pray that if I ever went on a show like this, that my stress would manifest itself in a way that Katie's does because girl is like an angel and masterful at this whole like mediation thing. Yeah. And so then Victoria's like, um, Katie, don't be a bitch and cut me off. And Katie's like, you're, you're talking badly about people who aren't even here. So like, let's move on. And she's like, actually, Katie, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. It's just like, okay, why? This is like also why I like don't want to watch this season is because like clearly like the producers are just like letting this shit happen yeah. and like have Victoria as a plant. And it's like not fun to watch. It's like overdone and it's like mean. And it's just like, what's the point of that? So that happens. And then um, there's like a, a tiny group date with some of the women, um, like MJ, uh, and like Mari's there too um and then he really connects with Chelsea and I really like their connection and then um Chelsea oh my god yeah I want to be her friend so badly I know she seems very like genuine and just kind she posts cool TikToks too oh um and then Chelsea gets the group date rose BT dub we're like really going through this fast because like I can't put up with this season like any much longer so we're gonna get through it in a few minutes um and then Katie and Victoria like Victoria's like back at the house Victoria's like Katie can I talk to you and Katie's like sure and Victoria's like I need you to apologize to me for interrupting me this morning when I was expressing myself and, and Katie's pretty much like, no, like, I'm not going to. Like, you were being a bitch. She's like, actually, Katie, I think you're being a bitch. And Katie's like, okay, well, like, I'm not going to apologize to you. Like, you're name calling. Like, if that's how you express yourself, that's fine. You can do that. But, like, I'm not going to put up with it. And I'm not going to apologize to you. So, like, I don't know what you want me to do. Um, And I was like, oh, God, Katie, you're so cool. <laughs> yeah, and Victoria had some, like, really terrible line in this conversation she, she was just said she said something like i'm not gonna say that you're a bitch but i think you're a bitch like i don't it's just like why are we giving her camera time there's like so any many, platform there are actually so many interesting women on this season i feel and none of them are getting airtime because it's all taken up by these three mean girls and katie who i love but katie's got to be the one to mediate all this we don't know that much about Katie herself other than she is cool <laughs> but also too and maybe like this is just editing I'm like where are all the other women like standing up for anybody else like I'm just like if that were me I'd be like okay let's stop like uh, yeah I agree with Katie like let's stop like we're grown women here we talked about this last week but like you're grown women there to find a husband like this you're there for like a mature decision right and you're and you're acting like like 13 year olds it's like 
then you're clearly not ready for marriage if you like can't act right also here's my thing is like if i were on the if i was like the bachelor and i like saw these women acting like this i would be like immediately turned off and obviously like they don't really know what's going on but like like katie comes out in the shining light and it makes you like look like a better partner than someone who's just like gonna rag on everyone Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. These, I don't know. Like I said, this is why I don't necessarily think that this process will work for Matt. Yeah, because he doesn't really, well, he sent, um, what's her face home and Victoria lied about her. And yeah. I think also, like, none of the women stood up for her, which I was like, okay, what the fuck? I think. <laughs> overwhelmed Uh, but as far as like the standing up thing I can like see a lot of the the points of view with that because you know that these women who aren't saying anything are just like I don't want to get involved in the drama I'm here for Matt and it's like that's valid but also it's just kind of like this is simple like I said simple right and wrong shit and I don't know I don't know if I'd be one of the ones to stand up to be honest because I think I would have that same mentality of like I don't want to get involved in the drama. I'm just doing my own thing. But but at the same time, it's like Victoria just seems to be picking people at random to take down. And it's like, you could be next and you'll be like, why is no one standing up for me? Right. And like seeing it all edited, like, like, I don't know, maybe we're just seeing it in such a condensed version that it seems so much worse than maybe it really is in the house. But oh, it's so cringy to watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, like, a different level I've never seen. Um, And so then they have, like, a cocktail. Oh, shit. Well, they have a cocktail hour. Sorry, I just realized I didn't really write down the names of people who went home. Um, who Do we care? There's so many yeah. people. No one cares. Um, So they have a cocktail hour, and he's, they're, like, having one-on-ones. And then Victoria's, like, talking to him. Of course, I had to be when Victoria's talking to him because she's a fucking producer plant. And then Chris Harrison's like, Matt, can I, I need to talk to you. And like Chris Harrison brings him outside and he's like, Matt, so many women signed up to the bat to be on the bachelor when they knew you were going to be the bachelor. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, so here are five more women. Beep, 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 beep. You and get a woman. Like, you all get a woman. <laughs> Literally. It's what it seemed like. Oprah. Yeah. It was like so random. And Matt was just like, uh, Okay. And so, like, tension's already high in the house. That's, like, really, like, the last thing that they needed. Um, I did not know what the fuck to do. And did not necessarily even seem that thrilled about it. No. But And so, yeah, five more women join. And, like, the ladies in the house that are already there are, like, fucking pissed. And, like, every time this happens, obviously, like, perspective is, like, 2020. Uh But, like... Every time this happens, like, the women in the house or, like, the men who are already in the house, like, treat the new people like shit. And it's, mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, were they supposed to be, like, you know what, you guys, you have been here for two weeks. I'm going to go home because I don't want to hurt you guys' feelings. Be like, you're our strangers. <laughs> like, yeah. Thank you. I was going to say the same thing. I was, like, they're in the same position you were in just, like, two weeks later. This isn't them being, like, um, when I come on the show, I want to fuck it up for everyone this is the producers being all like trying to start drama and make shit interesting like their anger and annoyance 
okay, well, their anger is kind of intense, too intense, in my opinion. But their annoyance, yeah. I feel, is valid. But it's very misdirected. In this. Yeah, it's like being mad at the producers for, like, bringing on new people. Like, obviously, these women aren't going to turn down an opportunity to come on the show. Right. And, like... And then when they're when the women are like, well, we've been here. Like, you think they're going to be like, you're right. I'm going to go. Like, no. Like, if they were in the reverse position, they would do the same thing. It's like, there's no point in being, like, mean to the newcomers. Like, be mad at the producers. Or, like, be mad at Matt. Like, but, like, being mean to, like, other women just because they happen to come on. And it's not like it was, like, down to the final five. And they're like, let's bring on five new women. It was like, you guys barely like know Matt. <laughs> it's been like two weeks. Right. Um, yeah, totally agree. And like, I get that you can't obviously be like blatantly mad at the producers, like as a person on the show. But still, like you should know that in the back of your mind that like, it's not their fault. Yeah. And it's like, how about you show maturity because you're here to find a husband and he'll probably like that and just being kind <laughs> or like yeah, not only maturity but like confidence like I would yes you know I would imagine like I don't know if it were me and if it was the type of thing where like guy I had like guys around and then these other guys showed up I would want a guy to be like yeah I'm not that worried I'm confident in what we have like wow that what a turn on that would be what a novel concept (laughs) yeah and that would be and it's like like you if you don't have a relationship with Matt at this point it's because you're too busy talking shit about other women to go take your time with him MJ Mm -hmm. and then you guys clearly don't have a connection. And it's like, if someone can come and be new and fuck up your three weeks that you've been here in one night, then like you didn't have anything. Or another way to handle the situation would be like, all right, like game time. I'm just going to get more time with Matt. Like they don't affect me only like our relationship is our relationship. So I'm just, get more time with him and work on forming that connection like I don't know all of their reactions were just so over the top and outrageous and like adding people or taking people away isn't going to make someone like you regardless if you guys don't have a connection you could be the final three you don't have a connection like he can't, mm-hmm. he's not gonna just like you just because there's not new people there <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay we're we're going off that's because i'm just like sick of this episode it made me feel oh i hated the way it made me feel um and so then he sends a few people home who were they who knows some of them were the new girls other people were girls that had been there um got only um i think five new girls showed up and i think four of them stayed yeah which is interesting. But to your point, to those girls who had been there already, who went home over those girls, it just wasn't there for you either way. Like, you weren't going to change it at that point. Yeah, if he's sending girls, if he's choosing girls he hasn't even met over you, like, you did not have a connection. <laughs> yeah, like, that should be enough of a sign to be like, all right, I'm going to take the L here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then there's like another group date and Ben Higgins, Ben Higgins. Yeah. Why did that sound weird? I was like, is that a fake character in a show I watch? Wait, now I'm like 
second guessing it. But yeah, that's that's him. Ben Higginbottom from Bridgerton. <laughs> oh my god. Benjamin Higginbottom. Um from obviously the past bachelor season. Mm-hmm. Um not the most recent, like a few years ago. Everyone knows Ben. If you watch The Bachelor, you know Ben. Um Yeah, he's one of those bachelors that just pops up randomly on every season whenever ABC calls can him. I'm mad no, because he seems like a real sweetie and he's cute. Yeah, I always kind of like scoff and just like oh fucking Ben whenever he's there because he's kind of like I don't know he's kind of just like dorky and he's kind of like a Labrador yeah but then he does just seem like a genuine guy yeah um so he shows up to like go on the group date and the group date is um kind of like an obstacle course like they have to like kayak themselves and like a thousand pound pumpkins across the lake like jump into a squirrel costume I wish I was making this up jump in a squirrel costume <laughs> and like dig through a pile of leaves for like an acorn with their name on it and then like run through and get there first anyways I mean it was funny it seemed like a, everyone had a good time um and then Mari like won and wait what was go... the group date huh what was the first group date it was just, like, them having, like, a cocktail hour. I don't know if it was, like, the edited, it was, like, edited out, but, like, it was just them, like, talking. Oh, yeah. You're right. Because it did seem like the day date part was, like, over. Canceled or. Yeah. Post- yeah. Okay. Um, and so then they go to, like, you know, little after party hour where they all have cocktails and shit. And one of the new girls, she's from Chicago. Her name's Brittany. And. Um, apparently Anna knows her. Anna's like an old girl, and Anna knows her somehow, like through the like cir- like par- party scene in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anna's a fucking psycho, and she truly looks crazy all the time. Her face, me and Megan were just texting about this. Her face either looks like she um like smells rancid dog shit. Or that she has, like, that little game with <laughs> that you play where you put the plastic thing in your mouth and you try to, like, say a catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Those are her only two faces. I don't know what's going on with her face. And I don't like to talk shit about people's appearance. Cut to, like, everyone showing receipts from every podcast we've ever recorded. But, like, she lo- and I'll say this because she's a fucking bitch. She looks crazy. Like, I don't know what's wrong with her face. Every time they show her, I'm like, what the hell's going on? So yeah, she was the one. I actually remember her from the first episode because they did like a little like intro package on her, and it was basically just like, "I'm from Chicago. I'm a copywriter, and in the evenings I bartend, and I love caffeine. I love caffeine. I love 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 caffeine. I have so much energy." And Lauren and I were both like, "Okay, so she loves Adderall and cocaine." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Let me just say. Let me just get to this. So, yeah, apparently. Which, by the way, I'm not trying to make assumptions on anyone because that's what she does in this episode, and that's a huge problem. But that's just the takeaway that we had from her. I'm not saying that she actually does Adderall and cocaine. I'm saying she seems like someone with the energy who could. (laughs) Who could dabble in that. In that lifestyle. Um... So yeah, she apparently knows of one knows of. Let me say knows of. Not knows, knows of one of the new girls named Brittany. And um Matt and Brittany seem to like be kind of hitting it off. 
and Brittany seems fine. Um, Who's Brittany? <laughs> she's the new girl who's like brunette. Oh yeah, duh. How? <laughs> what like the rest of this episode's about? <laughs> and so, um, Anna and Matt are like having like a little one-on-one, and Brittany's like, "Can I steal him?" And Anna's like, "Actually, I'm gonna keep him for five more minutes, hun." And Anna's like, or Brittany's like, okay, like, I just haven't had any time to talk to him. She's like, I'm going to keep him for five more minutes. So then, like, five minutes go by, and Brittany's like, can I feel him? And Anna's like, like, freaks out, and she, like, goes to Victoria. She's like, I actually know about Brittany. People have, like, warned me about Brittany, which I'm like, you don't have your phone. How could have people warned you that you were born mm-hmm. on the show? You're lying. Um, and then she goes. Or it's just a producer that told you to say this dumb shit. Yeah. And then she goes, um, I heard she, like, might, like, get money for, like, being with men. And she hangs out with, like, a lot of wealthy older men. And there's, like, a rumor that she's an escort. Which I'm like, whoa! (laughs) Right. You don't know this girl. You know of this girl. And now you're telling strangers that she has sex for money and is, like, an escort. Which... Let me, God, this has a lot of branches to it. Yeah. Let me just start with a big one. There's nothing wrong with being a sex worker if it's like you're in control and you have consent and like you're not being like forced to do it. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. And so, like, right. you shouldn't be talking shit about women for whatever they choose to do with their body in a consensual sexual act. That's totally fine and up to them. Right. Also, like, what you cannot do is share people's, like, sexual information or things like that when it's literally, like, not your right to spread that information. Especially if you don't even know if it's confirmed and it's just a rumor that you've heard about her and Uh you don't even know her personally. That is, like, not your right at all. And then also she, like, switches up her story. She's just, like, an escort, a sugar baby. It's, like, those are all very different things. A prostitute. (laughs) Yeah, and they hold, I don't know, they just hold very different meanings, and if, I don't know, you can't be, if those aren't, those aren't your choices to live or be that way or have that job or that profession, then, like, you don't have to, but it doesn't mean that other people don't. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah. And so then Victoria, obviously, like, gets a huge kick out of it, because she's a fucking evil bitch. Right. And so then, um, the rest of the girls, you know, like, have their little one-on-ones with him, at the cocktail or that the little after party and then um he gives the group date rose to brie and then he like leaves and then in front of everyone not everyone but everyone on the group date in front of everyone anna's like so Brittany, i just want to make sure that you're here for the right reason since we're going out for the same guy and i've just like heard um that you're like an escort and like she confronts her in front of everyone like to clearly like embarrass her Mm-hmm. and Brittany's just like thrown off because it's like her literal like second day in the house like everyone's been pretty mean to her up to this point and now like in front of everyone she's being accused of being like an escort which once again there's like nothing wrong with that but like she's like I'm not like an escort and like I don't like understand like why everyone like doesn't like me or like why you're even saying this like that's like something that you heard about me like that doesn't mean it's true and like I would appreciate like if you don't like make assumptions on someone you like you don't even know Mm-hmm. and um like none of the girls stick up for her which once again i'm like hello can someone say something like whoa anna that like was not cool 
And yeah. then, of course, Anna's like, well, everyone in the house knows. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, you went around telling everyone in this house that, like, she's, like, an escort. And, um, and then Brittany's just like, it's been, like, pretty hard to be here, like, with this, like, energy. And then Victoria's like, well, then leave. And it's like, Victoria, your eye is fucking swollen and disgusting. I think you should leave and see, like, a medical doctor. It's oh, yeah, gross. I read this article about that because I've clearly, I've talked about it before. Um, she is, she has a sty. Well, maybe she wouldn't have a sty if she wasn't being such an evil bitch all the time. Well, true. So. But, like, wow. Like, is that just karma? Because, like, when you get a sty, you're not supposed to wear, like, makeup. And, obviously, when you're on camera... I mean, at least I would probably want to wear more makeup than usual as opposed yeah. to less. And she just, like, can't wear any. So she just, she looks um, noticeably different than the rest of them. I'll just say that. So she can't do her hair and she can't make sure she buys a dress that covers the back of her bra? Yeah, I mean, makeup, if, whatever. Makeup can't cover that ugly personality. Sure can't, especially when you don't want it to be hidden because you're pretty out there. I just read, like, an article that she was like, I thought I was going to be well-received, and so to come back to all this people saying that I was a bully and, like, all these negative comments is very shocking because I feel like it didn't show that I had a heart. And it's like, you it literally, like, yeah, like, sometimes there's bad edits, but, like, there's not really bad edits when you're, like, saying, like, I need an apology because you cut me off when I was saying someone was, like, a miserable bitch because their dad was dying, so they went home. Like, sorry, that's, like, not really a bad edit. Like, that's just truly you being, like, a evil person, so. You're pretty much, like, doing their job for them. Yeah, they, like, have not edited you at all, so. <laughs> you're just pretty vile. Um, And I'm not talking about Nick. So, um... Yeah, that was, like, very uncalled for. I was, like, why would you, like, confront her in front of everyone, like, and try to embarrass her? And, like, and, like, why did no one stand up for her? Because the girl that was, like, sitting next to her, like, in the one-on-one, like, confessional, like, video confessional, she was, like, that was, like, not cool. And I'm, like, well, you're pretty fucking silent for not being not cool. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyways, the next day, um... new girl Michelle gets like a one-on-one and everyone's like pissed because like I can't believe she would come in here and get the one-on-one like she doesn't choose <laughs> the one-on-one like it was like not I know <laughs> these bitches getting mad over things that are and like I know that we say this all the time where it's just like you know what you signed up for but like like didn't you have you ever watched this show <laughs> Yeah, like, someone had to get the one-on-one. It wasn't like she came in and was like, Alex should take the one-on-one tomorrow. Like, no, he chose her. (laughs) He didn't like you guys enough to want to get to know you more. He met her for five minutes and said, I want to get to know her more. So he chose her to go on the one-on-one. That tells you about your relationship with him. It ain't existing. Right. And, um... So, yeah, they go on the one-on-one, and it's, like, a little scavenger hunt. And, honestly, I was, like, smiling throughout this whole date because they have such a cute connection, and I just, like, really love her. Oh, my God, good. Okay, thank you. I was hoping that you wouldn't come on because I had already told Morgan, like, I love the one-on-one date. So I was hoping that you weren't going to come on here and be like, I actually hated this, this, and this. So I'm glad that you liked it, too. And, like, I love them together. I saw this tweet, and I literally couldn't agree more. I don't whatever it was just some random person it says sorry I can't credit you but they were like like I like Matt more on like I don't know like Matt 
is less boring with Michelle is basically all it said. Like yeah, he's the least amount of boring that. he's ever been. He just seemed really happy and like energetic and they just had so much fun. Like both were just kind of like out of the, like they, they put their guard down and like it seemed like they had like been it seemed like they were like boyfriend and girlfriend and had been dating for like a long time. Yeah. I mean, like, that was like that, their first time ever like really talking. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It just seemed so natural. Like the chemistry they had, the way that they were like touching and like hugging on each other. Oh, it was so cute. And like joking around and like laughing. Oh my god, I have like the biggest smile. I actually like this was like one of the, my favorite dates I think I've ever seen on this show. Like it just went so well. And I just really liked both of them together and their chemistry. And I really like her. She just seems very sweet. Yeah, she seems very cool, like down to earth. Yeah. She's a teacher. Yeah, and a former athlete, just like him. Oh. I, I loved that conversation they had about like teaching, like her teaching, like in the middle of like the pandemic. It all felt very real. It was just very, I don't know. It was all very good. He seemed better with her. She just seems like a peach. Oh, I just love it. Like, cancel everything. She wins. I know. I was almost just like, okay, can he just, like, pick her? Because <laughs> I just, oh, God, they just had the great chemistry. Great chemistry. Like, one in a hot air balloon. Oh, my God. And, of course, all the bitches at home were like, oh, my God, is that a balloon? I hate my life. Like, um, I really want to be in a balloon that bad shit and it's like maybe if you had a fucking good attitude and nice to people like she was when she was new and felt was getting attacked she was still very nice but sure maybe he would have chosen you to go on this balloon so true and so yeah and she obviously got the date rose oh god I just like love them so much I just wanted to like be the for the rest of the season just be like them going on dates going on cute little dates uh, and then um, there's one more group date, and it's a fucking oh, boxing date again. Wait, before we move on to the group date, at the like second part of their one-on-one date, um, when they were at, you know they're usually at dinner, they're like having their like serious talks, and like normally it's like tell me your traumas, but they seem to just have like a very genuine conversation about like their lives, and Matt was just like like I swear Matt was like ready to end it when he gave her the rose he was just like i don't say this lightly but like i could see you being my wife like pretty much essentially said that and he hasn't said anything like that to anyone yet and it was very very nice to see that from him because i mean overall like i said i think he's a very nice genuine guy i think he gets overwhelmed by all this stuff and i don't think he has like great like camera presence but like in this moment he was just so excited that like it was contagious and like I felt it ah! I know same oh my god I just like really love that little butterflies <laughs> oh god okay and um so yeah there's one more boxing or one more group date and it's a fucking boxing date again and I don't know like when the bachelor will learn like stop making contestants physically fight each other like yeah it's, yeah. it's gross I like I don't want to watch it and like I would not be okay with this. Like, if I was on The Bachelor and they were like, okay, you have to go, like, get punched in the face by, like, another girl. I'd be like, why? (laughs) Well, that's what I was saying. It's like, what a nightmare. Because it's like, I don't know. I don't know how I would act in that situation. Because then it's, like, they had the little, like, 
oh, it's going to be a little boxing workout date. And then they're like, but later you're going to be fighting each other in the ring. And the people who were in the ring were actually like going at it pretty hard. Like, I wouldn't know what to do because it's like you don't want to come on too hard and like punch someone out. You don't want to like not look. I don't know. It was it's just an overall really silly, tired date concept that needs to go away. It's like when they do the men, like pit the men against each other. It's all very like macho, like toxic man energy. And when they like pit the women at each other, it's very just like it's a cat fight. Yeah, like cat fight and like very kind of like demeaning to women. Yeah, uh, it's just it's, well, it's like lose lose truly. If I had to like get punched in the face to like date you, like I'm not into you. <laughs> yeah, but I get that it's it's I get that it's coming from the show. I don't know. Yeah, it's just all a bad look. They need to retire that whole date theme. Yeah, I would, like, re- truly, like, refuse to participate. Like, I'm not going to physically fight another woman to, like, date a man. Like, sorry, I'm not. Right. I'm not going to physically fight anybody ever. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And um, Demi from Colton Season and Bachelor in Paradise, she, like, had tweeted yesterday. She was like, do you guys remember how, like, much I was shaking over having to do a, a boxing match during my time on The Bachelor? She was like, I'm just, like, a small person, and, like, I did not want to do it, and I was, like, literally shaking in fear about, like, the thought of it, and she was, like, this needs to, like, end, like, The Bachelor needs to stop doing this, and I was, like, dude, true that. Yeah, it's just very toxic, no matter what. Yeah, so they have that date, whatever, um, and then there's, like, a, is that a, yeah, it's, like, another cocktail hour, right? Yeah, Matt. That ends up stopping the, like, fighting early yeah. because, because I, I mean, I don't know. It's fucking terrible. Well, that one girl got punched in the nose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the little, uh, little angel baby, Serena, whatever. Yeah. She got straight up punched in the face. And Matt was just like, oh, no. Like, he came in looking like the hero. Which, yeah. which I get. He doesn't make the dates. This isn't his call. So it was good that he ultimately ended up being like, no, this isn't cool. But, you know, just shouldn't have been that way in the first place. Yeah. And so then there's, like, the cocktail hour. And um, the women are just, like, laughing about how, and by the women, I mean, like, MJ and some other bitches. I can't even think of who was there. Um, nor do I care about them because they're fucking suck. But they're like laughing about how mean they've been to like the new girls, and Katie's mm-hmm. just sitting there being like, I don't like get the point. And so they're just like, Yeah, I've been like making jokes and like all of the oh, well, and earlier in the day, sorry to jump all over the place. Earlier in the day, Brittany had like confided in Katie and was like, Yeah, she's been like Anna's been telling everyone like I'm an escort, and Katie was like, Yeah, like the whole house knows. And she's like, I just, like, don't get, like, why she would do that. Like, you know, that, like, really sucks. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, that night at the cocktail hour, they're, like, some of the girls are, like, laughing about how mean they've been. And, like, laughing at Brittany. Or not. I don't know whose name I just said recently. But it was Brittany. Um, they're, like, laughing at Brittany for, like, all these rumors. And, like, laughing about how mean they've been to them and all this stuff. And, like, Katie's just sitting there in silence. Like, you can clearly tell it's, like, bothering her. And right. And so, like, she just, like, gets up in the middle of it and, like, goes outside and finds Matt. And it's, like, can I talk to you? And she, like, told him, like, you know, the energy in the house is, like, very malicious. It's, like, very mean girl. 
and there's like ruiner, rumors going around that could like ruin people's lives and like I just think that like there needs to be put like it needs to stop and so that's kind of how the episode ends like Matt's like this is not cool I'm gonna get to the bottom of it and it's like next week whatever yeah and <clears throat> oh excuse me like I know we've said this before like recently it never works out for the person who goes and tattles to Matt or like the lead you know mm-hmm like, it never worked that person who's, like, this per- But I feel, in this case, like, it's different. Like, I truly feel like it came from a genuine place. And that came yeah. off. And it came off that way. It's not. It's, it's like, more of an intervention. Like, she's intervening as opposed to, like, gossiping slash tattling. Yeah, because she's not, like. She's not doing the things they always do in past episodes or press seasons where they're, like. Caitlin's had like been really mean to me and she's like I don't think she's here for like the right reason she's like hey Matt you know there's a lot of girls in the house that are ganging up on each other and it's like not cool and I think that like it should end like it came from like a very mature like I need to tell you this not to like ride on anybody but to be like it's getting out of hand also I feel like Katie I don't know I feel like she's at the point where she's just like if I get sent home over this then fine like yeah with that um but I don't feel like, yeah, I don't think that it, it came, like, it didn't seem from, like, a tattletale place. And I feel like it was, like, very clear that, like, Matt didn't think that either. Right. And you, because usually when people go tattle, it's so they get ahead. Yeah. And that's not what Katie's doing. So that's the difference there. But um, I don't know. I don't know if I feel like Katie even likes Matt that much. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're kind of buddies more than anything at this point. Yeah, so I think that's another reason why it's different. I think Katie's going to do great on Paradise. Yes. Looking forward to it. But I, and I'm, I mean, I enjoy having her on the show still, but I just don't think that her and Matt are going to be it by any means. No, I don't really feel their connection, but I really like Katie. And honestly, she did herself a great, um, I don't know the word I want to use, advantage by being so like nice on the show because now everyone like online like loves her yeah yeah people really love her so good for her because that's not um but like what i kind of want to talk about and like i've seen other tweets about this too is like yeah like this episode in particular but like mainly this whole season but just this episode is like where it's like really gone out of hand mm-hmm. is like the insane like bullying and like mean girl and just like vile evil shit and like mm-hmm. I don't like that like the producer aren't stopping it they're almost encouraging it and like egging it on to the point where it's like people like this is not even like fun to watch it's like very like sick and like I like, a lot of people online have said, like, they're not going to continue watching if Victoria and Anna are, like, are still there next week. And I, like, almost agree with them. And I almost feel like I could stop watching if they, were, if they aren't sent home. Because, like, I can't keep watching this shit. And, like, I can't keep, like, supporting this and, like, giving this a platform. And that sounds, like, so dramatic. But if you watch the episode, it was, like, very gross. And it's, like, why are you, like, allowing this to be, like, on your show and, like, encouraging this? And, like... It's like, yeah, like, ruining someone's life. <laughs> yeah, well, and people watch this show, like, for an escape. Like, to have some mindless, like, dates and, like, kooky drama. Like, drama that's yeah. so 
outrageous that it's funny, but this isn't that. And like, this isn't what we watched the show for. Pretty annoying. And like you said, I don't like the way it makes me feel when I watch it. Like, it makes me feel icky. And it's like, why would I sit through two hours? I don't know. I, I, you know, you know, my, I say all this stuff and I will keep watching each week. I hate to say that, but like, I will. But I don't like it. I don't like it. I have a real problem with it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like, obviously, some drama, like, you know, you need some drama on a reality show to like promote it and like keep viewers. And, like, create, you know, a storyline. But this has, like, gone too far where it's, like, literally, like, dogpiling on, like, one person. And, like, allowing rumors to be said about them. And, like, just, like, mean, mean shit. And it's, like, why are you, like, allowing this? And, like, obviously forcing Matt to keep Victoria around every week when it's just, like, so toxic beyond belief. Because, like, let's be real. She's a producer parent. Matt has no feelings towards her. And she has a fucking sty. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do feel like it is going to end pretty soon because just how the seasons normally go, it's like whenever I've reached my limit, it normally goes one more week after that. <laughs> and then and then whoever is the like villain goes home. So I would guess, I don't know, do you think we have two more weeks of this or just the one? Dude, I don't know, but I don't know if I can watch, like, anymore. It was just, like, hard to watch. And, like, at the same time, I'm like, okay, but he would have to send Victoria, Anna, and MJ home. And I don't think that he would send all three home. Same. So, yeah, I would probably say that we have two more weeks of this. And it's and you know how it's going to end. It's probably going to end in, like, a two-on-one with... Brittany and Anna. Yeah, I don't know. And that's, like, not cool. No, it's not. Oh, God. And it's like, producers, you've been doing this show long enough. Like, if you can't make it interesting, you have to, like, resort to, like, ruining people's lives, like, rumors and, like, dogpiling mean girls. Then it's like, just because it's, like, in quarantine, like, get it to fucking get her. Yeah. Truly, I think I've said this on show before but if anyone needs a um a show to binge you should watch unreal on i think it's on oh, hulu. yeah it was a lifetime show but now it's on hulu and it's basically just like a really um um exaggerated i guess i guess like dark comedy or like dramedy about and it mirrors this whole thing. But it's about the producers. It's about the producers who work on the show that's similar to The Bachelor. And they have, like, the head producers. They have, like, a Chris Harrison character. They have a lead. The season switch off from, like, Bachelors to Bachelorette. And it was, like, created by a former executive producer of The Actual Bachelorette who have gone on, like, interviews saying, yep, this is pretty much how it is. But, like, the things, some of the things that they do are, like, outrageous. Like, they make this girl, like, for example, they make this girl, like, shit her pants on one of the dates. Dude. So bad. Yeah. And, like, the tone of this, like, the tone of the podcast, I feel like, changes so much. Like, we start laughing and, like, talking about celebrities, and then we get to The Bachelor, it gets so serious because it's fucked up right now. And it's, like, bring back when The Bachelor was just, like, fucking silly and, like, funny. 
Yeah, I'm going to be totally honest. I don't like the energy I get when I text you on Wednesdays and ask if we're recording and you and I, and you get and you don't like it. I fucking hate this show because it hasn't been the same for like a very long time. And I just want it to go back to like, God, I'm trying to think of like, remember like the last season that I like enjoyed like fully where it was like just fully fun. Like, like Jojo season. That season was just like fully fun. Yes. And even like Matt's or not Matt cut Ben season. Um, Ben's season was fun, and like there was a lot of silly drama on that season. Ben, Ben Higgins, Ben. Oh yeah, that was the Olivia season. Yeah, and that was the season, or that there was an episode too where there was a tattletale, and like right after she tattled, Ben came in and was like, "I know all this," and she was like, "I didn't say anything," (laughs) or like I can't remember the episode, but I remember it being so insane. But like, um. Like, that was, like, a fun season. Like, where the drama was literally just, like, silly, stupid shit. And not like this... Sh- not like... God, not like how it's been in the most recent seasons. And, like, JoJo's season, the drama was literally Chad. Chad. And that's, like, <laughs> the funniest... The funniest. Ever. Yeah. Like, there was nothing, like... Like, anything... God, I don't want to say it, but I'll say it. But I... Because I don't want to say his name. But I almost feel like, did fucking Colton fuck everything up for everyone? Because has it been normal since Colton? Was it normal up until Colton? Wait, who was before Colton? It was a batch. Oh, Becca? Becca. Oh, and her season was good. I just feel like each season becomes, like, more and more serious. And, like, yeah, like, with the fucking traumas this year. It's like, what happened to just, like, it being silly and fun and, like, people just, like, fighting over stupid shit mainly because they're going crazy in the house and it's, like, not real? Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, shit like that, but now it's, like, share your traumas and, like, I'll fight for you and I'll jump over a fucking fence for you and I'm gonna, like, bully this girl until she fucking leaves. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. God! And, like, it didn't used to be like that! Uh, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry for the energy we've created in the studio today, but you can thank the fucking Bachelor <laughs> producers. Uh, yeah. Here's hoping that it will turn around in the next week or two. I say we have two more weeks of nonsense. So like Monday and then I think by the next week things will be looking up. Send Victoria and Anna home based on the fact solely that Victoria has a fucking sty and Anna's teeth are out of a, a scary movie. Send them alone just for that. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's literally no way that he has a connection with any of them. Besides Michelle. The only person on the show that he has a connection with is Michelle and that's his future wife and I don't stand anybody else besides Michelle at this point. Um same, I think. Like there are a few that I'm are, I'm okay with. But no, Michelle's that front runner. And you know, I got to be careful of what I say because I feel like I've called out a few favorites recently both in Tasia's season like and now that became very not 
favorites. <laughs> like, I remember when, Claire, remember when Claire Susan, I was like, I like Blake. Oh, yeah. And I was like, Megan. <laughs> and, then, and then I was just like, in this season, I was like, I like Sarah. Yeah. Sarah wasn't bad. She was just going through it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, this fucking show. Well, y'all, that's that. Megan, do you have anything to add? Anything to cheer up our little spirits? I really don't. I hate to leave on such a (laughs) no. No, I really can't think of anything. Great. Um, very cool. (laughs) Everyone go watch The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Everyone go watch fucking Bridgerton. Megan, I swear to God, you cannot be promoting another fucking show. (laughs) You know, I always promote my housewives. Go watch Bridgerton. I swear to God. It's eight episodes, Megan. You can watch it all in almost a week if you just even watch one episode a night. Okay. I'll go start it (laughs) right now. Right now. Okay, well, stay tuned for Megan's. Megan's like, that was the worst fucking show I've ever seen. I must say, I'm not going to start it right now. I'm tired of shit. But I'm going to be pissed if I don't like it. Oh my God, whatever. All right, well, stream Bridgerton. See (laughs) y'all next week. Be one of 83 million. (laughs) Are you feeling alone? Okay, well, bye, Bing. Bye.